Welcome to today's episode of Watchable with Bethy Hernandez and Sophia Ritter. Two cousins talk movies and TV. Basically, if it's entertainment related, we got you covered. Today, we're discussing Anne with an E. Ooh, are you ready for this one? This is very excited. This is so exciting. We both love this show. We do. But we have decided that before we jump straight into the topic of the week, we're going to discuss other entertainment related things that Mm -hmm. we have been watching. Basically, we have a lot of stuff we want to talk about, but because we don't both see it and there's only so many editing hours in a day for Sophie, (laughs) we don't have time to cover everything we want. So every week we're going to talk about some kind of piece of media that we recently consumed and just say if we recommend it and if we enjoyed it. It can be a book, a movie, a TV show, basically whatever. Yeah. So what is your media choice of the week. Ooh. Well, this one's kind of weird. I wasn't expecting to talk about this, but it is basically the only media related thing I've been into this week. Um, It's actually Lord of the Flies, the book, because we had to read it in school and I read it within the last week. And normally this book has been something I have hated. I read it before in eighth grade and I thought it was terrible. I didn't understand why boys were so dumb. And then I read it again, and just to give it a second chance, even though I knew the plot and everything, it kind of redeemed itself. I think the writing is good. I still hate almost all the characters, but I think the point that it's trying to make, I think I understand that better. If that- Traitor. (laughs) (laughs) I have hated- I had to read it as a senior in high school as well. Yeah. And I hated it then, and I still hate it now, because I hate- That the idea that without reason, we just destroy each other, you know, Mm -hmm. that we're all just bad in the end of the day. And I do think (sighs) there's movies that I like that are like this. What is that? Um, Alfonso Cuaron movie has a very similar premise. And I love that movie. I just don't like how, in my opinion, the moral of the story is people are savages. See, maybe you have a better teacher than me. That moral that people... I, that doesn't bother me. This moral doesn't bother me. It it interests me. I don't necessarily know how I feel about it, but it's just an interesting concept of what human is to it without these aspects of quote unquote like society. You know mm. what I mean? And I don't know. It just struck differently this time. It like when by the end of the book, I almost wanted to cry. And it's been one of it's been kind of making me like angry this week, and I can't stop thinking about it. So I would call that pretty impactful. No, you definitely have good points, and I'm definitely in the minority of hating Lord of the Flies. I think most people are well, I wouldn't call myself well-educated, but most people think it's great. It's one Mm. of the American classics, so. I mean, and I understand not liking it, because I literally didn't at one point, but anyway, sorry. Maybe if I reread it, I'd have a different opinion. Yeah. (laughs) My media pick of the week is pretty far out from what yours was, and that was Ford versus Ferrari, which- Oh, yeah. I saw this weekend with my family and the trailers really made this movie look like it was for men having a midlife crisis. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you mentioned it. I was like, how'd you sit through that? Yeah, and I did have a little bit of high expectations for it because everyone kept telling me it was amazing and that was the only reason I actually went to it Mm because 
I thought it looked horrible. And as someone who thinks NASCAR is about as exciting as watching the interstate, <laughs> I actually thought they did a great job of making you on the edge of your seat in all the racing moments, and I could not care less about NASCAR and racing hmm. in general. And I just, there was phenomenal performances. Matt Damon is just always amazing. Yeah. And my mom really enjoyed it, and I thought she would hate it because she also hates stuff like that. I don't know. I was pleasantly surprised it was not a midlife crisis movie like i thought it would be nice he so, did have a little bit of a midlife crisis in the movie <laughs> but but it wasn't for people yeah. in midlife crisis it i was one of the youngest people there yeah but i still enjoyed it it's kind of weird we both had experiences with different media types that we were both weary about in the first place and ended up mildly liking them it's so. very true so a few years ago oh man we first discovered this show. And how did you find it? Because I'm pretty sure you told me to watch it. Yeah. At this point, I don't know how many years ago, my mom had recommended that I read the Anne of Green Gables series. And I read the first one and I thought it was pretty okay, but I read all of the rest of them, which there are eight, by the way, if you didn't know, which is kind of yeah, strange. Yeah, most people don't know that. And of course, me being me, I got bored over the summer and read all of them and I loved it. And then I was doing something and I saw it somewhere online that they were making a new show about it and it happened to be literally right as I had finished um reading so I started watching it with my mom and my sister and we loved it and then I told you and yeah yeah <laughs> my experience with Anna Green Gables is my mom read us the first book when we were kids and we all loved it mm -hmm. but I don't really remember the storyline very much besides I think I, she even read it to us a couple times. I only remember, like, things about the orphanage and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then we watched this bad PBS special <sighs> movie. But I was obsessed with that movie when I was a kid. Yeah. We got it from the library. And oh, no. My mom loves that movie, too. So don't. <laughs> I, I watched some footage of it earlier today. And the stark contrast. Just, Between that and this. Just in sure. production quality is. You can't even compare it because it was so bad. Yeah. Just but maybe the acting was good. I didn't see much. So yeah, you told me to watch the show. And I think within 30 seconds, I was hooked. Yeah. It's just perfect. And we have to give credit to the author of the books mm -hmm. for even coming up with this wonderful idea. For such a timeless tale that yeah. can keep being re-envisioned. And we still relate to all the themes of the book. Even though this stretched away in some yeah. ways from the original book. It really took the base and... You relate to all these characters. You really do. And I love how the creators of this show have really taken that and just built on it so much since even the first season. Yeah, exactly. So now we're going to get into season three. So if you haven't finished watching season three yet, oh. I wish I was you because I want to. It's so much fun to watch the show. I wish I savored it. I, I find myself wishing, I wish I had Anne to watch tonight. <laughs> I watched the last three episodes in one night and I instantly regretted it. The yeah, next we watched night. the last three in one night too. <laughs> well, with how they tie one thing together, you can't stop. Stop. Yeah. So this season, I was very happy with compared to the second season. Don't get me wrong, I love the second season. But something was kind of off about it. Something mm. about... Just the characters didn't seem to fit as well. Yeah. Some of the magic was gone. And then this season really tapped back into everything you loved about the show. And all the characters were phenomenal. The acting was phenomenal. And the storylines were way more interesting, in my opinion. So I yeah. was very happy and just very satisfied with this season. 
I agree with you. I don't remember uh, that much about the second season, but I remember not being fully as impressed by it. And as it, like, I don't remember it having as much of an impact on me. But this season hit hard. All the emotions. All of them. Oh my gosh. This is the most I've ever cried watching anything. Oh yeah. By far. Yeah, and last season there was just a few episodes that just didn't work for me and this season didn't have that at all. No, all the episodes felt like they had a deeper meaning and there was a reason for everything in this It was just amazing. So now we want to talk about characters Mm -hmm. and there's really no other way to start besides talking about Anne with an E. What a lovely character to begin off with. Like Mm -hmm. what the author has provided for this show that has led the creators to build on the character of Anne. How she's just so... I love how she dreams. And I know. she's I love... She's different than so many characters you see now in movies. She legitimately inspires me. I love that she just sees past her circumstances mm-hmm. as far as... Because so often we make excuses of, oh, we're stuck in this kind of situation where that's just how everyone acts. And yeah. She's in the 1890s and sees racism and says, well, that's bullcrap. Yeah, she's not afraid to speak out. And she doesn't let it stand in the way, especially Mm -hmm. her past. And she's had a dark past. And this show does a good job of establishing that without making it, like, overpowering. Mm -hmm. But despite that, she is this amazingly positive girl most most of the time. And she always has this kindred spirit about her, and I just love it. (laughs) I want to find my kindred spirit. Me too. It's just, she is really what you strive. After watching the show, you want to be a more positive person. Yeah. You want to look at a tree and just say this long, majestic thought (laughs) about how it's came down and is perfectly blossoming for you. Like, she speaks in poetry. And it's, it's she's so the most beautiful character but she is flawed and she does have a temper yeah. but that just adds to her personality so much more because those are such fundamental things about her and the show does such a good job yeah of showing the good and the bad but you never are really annoyed with her no you're exasperated a little you bit. see Anne, why are you letting your emotions get in the way of this yes are you frustrated <laughs> but you're never mad because you want to be her in a way. You oh, understand yeah. her in a way. I like how she can be this like hopeless romantic character, mm-hmm. but she's also unafraid to have the spirit to change the world. There's You can be this person who's an optimist, but you can also dislike things and want them to change, so. Yeah, and she's never scared to just tell it as it is to anyone no matter their age or gender or anything and it's just so refreshing i love how no matter what situation is she looks past things like that and when everyone around everyone else around her isn't she's just such a wholesome person and i have to just give kudos to the actor who plays her amy beth she is phenomenal so good holy crap and she looks exactly like I pictured her. Exactly like she pictured acts her. exactly how I pictured her. Oh, she's just her. The way she understands her emotions, yeah, are phenomenal. Without her, the show would be completely different. Yeah, I don't. And 
because every actor on the show is phenomenal. Yeah. I don't want to, like, downgrade that. Yeah. But this show, she really is the heart and soul of this show. She really is. Everything just forms so much better around how she's portrayed this character. And she's really, you've watched her grow up over the last three seasons. Mm-hmm. And she's never had a slip that made you think, oof, child actor. No, never. Not once. And sometimes when you rewatch Harry Potter movies, I think they were younger <laughs> than her. But still, you know, it's not easy to act when you're that young. No. At, or act at any age. Oh, I'm not an actor. Imagine. I couldn't act now. I've tried acting for one of your videos once. And now I understand how difficult it really is. Yeah. So acting is one of those things you actually have to try it to be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm bad at this. It is actually hard. Yeah. My heart was broken when I realized I could not be a famous actress. <laughs> I think everyone has the moment when they're like, crap, it's not easy. Yeah. We just have to show emotions. How hard is that? Huh. But yeah, I'm just, her performance has just been consistently blown me away. Yes. And also, I want to talk about how she's matured. I brought up a little bit how mm-hmm. we basically saw this little baby. Oh. Because I watched some, like, just a little bit of the first episode earlier. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she was a little, she's so little. They also, her character grows mm-hmm. up. Oh, and, yeah. But they do it without making you feel, like, sad that Anne is, Anne isn't becoming a different person. No, she's that's the She's just growing thing. into a more wonderful person who understands the world more complexly, if that makes sense. No, that's kind of what I want, that kind of put into words what I was thinking because they kept her greatest personality traits and they really Mm -hmm. have just evolved and matured over time and her temper has gone a little bit better Mm -hmm. it really is a realistic depiction of going through those stages of life Mm -hmm. and she definitely still has a temper she does and she always would but it's way better and it's more directed at useful things yes that's another one thing that this show does better than the books in the books, it's kind of sad because as they go on, Anne's character becomes more silent and Ew. Contr- like she becomes more and more this image of a perfect 1800s woman or mm-hmm. 1900s. And, and it's really depressing to read mm-hmm. because she's lost everything that makes her Anne by the end of those books in my eyes. And this show makes sure that you don't lose the essential things that make personality traits yeah Yeah, just her sense of wonder and curiosity and just openness to everyone and you know what i mean yeah it's just beautiful those are the core of her character and they've only you've only seen them evolve yeah and they're just i said evolve a lot but no but it's true it is true oh just one other thing about Anne is she has the best freaking quotes possible yes I can't even, like, think of any that, like, off the top of my head. But one is just when she says, I'm in the depths of despair. Yeah. It just she's so dramatic. It always makes me laugh when I watch it, when she says stuff like that. And that is accurate to the first book, when she says stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I also just love how Canadian people say sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I can't say it right. But it's always sorry. It's cute. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Matthew. <laughs> Are we ready to move on to other characters? Yeah, who do you want to do next? Because hmm. it's kind of hard. I think we could go with anyone next, but I have down Marilla. 
Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I, can't, I had Matthew and Merle next. So okay. I never read past the first book, and mm-hmm. I don't remember the first book very well, if I'm honest. But how... I've heard that she's a lot different than she was in the books. Do you agree with that? I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. In the books, she is... Maybe people are seeing her as more stern in the books. But if you pay attention to the show, she is a very stern woman. And I do think that in the first book and in the first season, she is a little bit more harsh towards Anne. And she's skeptical of opening her heart to someone because clearly it's been broken. And I think that the show portrays that perfectly. And as it goes on, her and Anne become closer. And the same thing happens in the book. So I think they did a good job of that. Yeah. They have such a sweet relationship. Just every scene with them together is so well done. Yeah. Um, One of the things I really appreciate about this season is it kind of went into more why she acted so harshly when she did. Yeah. Like, she kind of used being a hard ass to hide emotions a lot. Yeah. Especially when it came to Anne trying to do things like go off and on an adventure of any kind. That broke my heart. Because she was just worried about her and she was, she just didn't want her to leave. Mm -hmm. She's every mom who just wants to cuddle their kid and never let them leave home. And I love how they don't have this perfect relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because they are in some weird way, oddly similar. Yeah. They're both very stubborn. Yes. And they both love each other so much, but they somehow managed to dance around that fact in like the first couple episodes. And Mm -hmm. my heart was just no, just apologize to each other. Come on. <laughs> Love each other. Come on. It's right there. I think a great contrast to Marilla has always been Matthew, too. Yeah. And that's obviously why it's written that way and why the story works that way. Mm-hmm. But they're just such an interesting duo because they truly get each other and they're truly very different people yeah you can't believe their siblings for how dissimilar they are but oh actually in the show in one point i mentioned how similar they that were when so they were cute. eating and they were eating the same way mm-hmm. oh i liked that that was so funny it was a cute bit i liked how that was edited together too it was really yeah cute. <laughs> i just love how matthew always has this gentle quiet presence oh. He is literally the best. What you want a grandpa to be mm-hmm. like. Also, Matthew is exactly how I imagined him. Exactly. exactly. Like, no nothing. other Because portray- I've seen a few portrayals of Anne. Oh, yeah. And nothing. this is the only one that comes anywhere close to how I imagine him. Because mm-hmm. he is kind of scruffy, old, scruffy, weird old man. Awkward. Yes, I love how silent, awkward he is. But he's always there for Anne, and that's always. the beautiful thing. He cares so much about her. Like, he, when he helped her when they were doing their protest for free speech, oh, man. and when they were asking for Matthew's opinion on, their, on women's rights, he said, like, I think men have said enough in this matter. <laughs> that is... And I was just like, preach. <laughs> yeah, that is one of the best lives of the entire show and i was just like ain't that the truth because it's exactly something matthew would say it fits his character Mm -hmm. but it's also so true yeah and hilarious yeah and one of the greatest things about matthew is he really you compare him with anyone and it works weirdly you wouldn't expect it to but it does he blends so well especially with the teacher that's a chemistry you never thought would work well because the teacher's is exactly like Anne, mm-hmm. and I thought it was so funny it when was cute. he was driving the teacher, and it was such a stark reference to the first season yeah. when Anne's talking to him for and the his, first time. 
for someone who doesn't talk very much, he really has to use facial expressions <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And the actor does such a really good, good job of that. Just the little way he looked at her and you knew exactly what he was <laughs> thinking. He was thinking, oh my gosh, you're just like Anne. Yeah. It was so well done. He's His character is so simple, but just so beautiful. I just mm-hmm. appreciate it so much. So now that we talked about the Cuthberts, you want to move on to Gilbert? Yes. Oh, Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert. <laughs> A lovable idiot. <laughs> yep. I was just going to start off by saying they make his character more lovable and kind-hearted in the show than in the books. Yeah, I've heard that. I feel like his, which is something I personally enjoy to see. Mm-hmm. They develop his character more than just the cute doctor boy. Yeah. They make him have a personality that actually fits with Anne's, and that makes me really happy. Yeah, I agree with you because there needs to be a reason for Anne to like him. Yeah. Because otherwise it's not a very good example for girls to dislike a guy because he's smart. Mm -hmm. I like how there's other components to his character that makes Anne fall in love with him. And it's not just blindness, like, attractive and smart. Yeah, I think it's the fact that they've been on so many, like, journeys together. Mm -hmm. So many personal journeys. And he's always willing to help her. And I think that's... And they're both very kind-hearted people. Yeah, I think... And I think that's one of the biggest, on this show especially, why Mm -hmm. they seem to fit so well. They're both so accepting of people Mm -hmm. because they're both, like, outcasts in a way. Yeah. I like how they had them bond over their shared experiences. Yeah. I know that you mentioned a little issue you had with the show. And I wrote it in my notes as the doctor complex. (laughs) So explain that. Okay, I love Gilbert, but he can be, his character was a little annoying sometimes. (laughs) Because every time anyone was at all hurt, they're like, oh, get Dr. Gilbert, this child. Has he been to medical school yet? He goes on like Saturdays or something. Yeah. But just that scene when the girl like gets her leg hurt oh that was like the that's guy. the most annoyed i was the full season i'm like okay really yeah that was oh, kind of funny because he was like guys i got this i got this guys but, but it actually wasn't him who ended up saving yeah that boy it was the native like american i forgot about that he did learn from that yeah though, which was but I like what that. i have in my notes here is he is a tad bit annoying but it is kind of a fundamental part of his character it kind of fits it does work. You you kind of love how he's a little annoying. Yeah, that's was that actually is kind of in the book. Yeah. I mean, if he's the kid who's willing to call Anne carrots in the first place, that just says he's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, a tad bit. <laughs> so that letter, our series of oh, letters. Oh my gosh. I <sighs> That is the most I've ever yelled while watching any kind of Why entertainment. was I so anxious during that part? No. And it's not, like, there are no real giant consequences to mm-hmm. it, but I was on the edge of my seat. I was screaming. I was like, Aiden, you idiot, just pick up the letter! I know. And then when he, it was on his shoe. Oh my and gosh. I was, oh. And then it rained. Oh that broke my heart. And then did. she got the letter back. And, and then, then she, she ripped it up. <laughs> and I'm like, they are trolling us. And it is working. It, that hurt so bad and to watch. And then she put it back together in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah. just, Somehow I knew no. that was going to happen when she ripped it. I was like, oh no. Man, he 
definitely had an interesting arc this season. Yeah. He, cause him with Bash and his oh. lo- other love interest. Did you like his other love interest? No, she annoyed me. Not, yeah. Nothing to do with the actress, but the character. No. The whole time, I felt that Gilbert was meant for Anne. Yeah. Obviously, as did most people. And <laughs> Especially if you've read the books, you kind of know she's just a fill-in. Yeah. And so you're just like, okay, when are they going to get rid of her already? My mom was so frustrated. She was like, I don't want him to marry this lady. And, I'm, and I was just like, mom, you've read the books. <laughs> I was so worried, though, because I hadn't... Because I knew it was canceled when I was watching it. And I was oh, so worried yeah. that they were going to leave it on a cliffhanger. Because I was... I don't think they really realized it was canceled when they were making the last yeah. episode. And so I was so scared they would leave go through all that letter writing crap. Mm-hmm. And then it would just end with them not knowing e- that each other... I was scared of that, too. I was so worried. Oh, man. So... Another oh. great character is Di. Di. I can't say her name. Diana? Diana. <laughs> she had a really good plot in this season. Way better than in any of the other seasons mm-hmm. for her. It was way more interesting. The idea of what you want to be in life. And yeah. the fact that they have to be making these decisions at a younger age than oh, people gosh. now. They're 15. No, 16. Yeah, and they're going imagine? to college. And her parents are basically setting her life out in front of her and saying this is the only way to do it and i love that Anne is pushing her to be more Mm -hmm. you've really over the show you've seen her constantly think about going against her parents yeah in small ways and the last few seasons was more just realizing her parents weren't really right about everything no and they were flawed and you do have that moment when you're growing up when you realize your parents aren't perfect Mm -hmm. and it can be harsh sometimes and then in this season you see you're not only realizing that but actually acting against it Mm -hmm. and it was such satisfying character progression and I thought it was a little strange how quickly her parents came to terms with that because by the end of it, they are fine with letting her go to the Queen's College. Mm -hmm. But I really do like that they went from being so cruel to Diana to Mm -hmm. eventually accepting what she wants in the end. So at least they did experience some growth. I do get the impression they weren't 100% still on board considering only her dad dropped her off. Yeah. And I do think they finally admitted to themselves if they didn't let her go, they would lose their daughter basically. Yeah. And that was Marilla's convincing that Mm -hmm. helped with that. She had an interesting relationship this series. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't really that resolved, and it's kind of a bummer. That made me really sad, actually. Yeah. And I was upset at her for that, and I can understand why Anne was mad at her for oh, that. Oh, yeah. She should have been. She treated... What was his name? Jerry. Yeah, she treated Jerry like he was nothing more mm-hmm. than just a fun romance to have in secret. As soon as it became a real problem, she didn't want it. She only wanted it to be able to rebel. Exactly. And that made me so sad because he is such a sweet character and he really loved loved her. Yeah, it was definitely that moment when you're growing up and you don't realize how much your actions are affecting Mm -hmm. others because she was really doing it to distract herself from her parents and to secretly rebel against her parents. And man, did you hate her when she... Oh, yeah. 
She <gasps> threw his stuff on the ground. I know. And Jerry she's, doesn't deserve that. No, he's such a simple, sweet oh. character. And his family was amazing. And the way that Diana's family trashed them, I was so confused. Because yeah. they were so kind. And just for being poor, yeah. they chose to... That is one of my... One critique of the show is they are a little wishy-washy about some stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, because they're fine of black people. Which, yeah. Like, in 1890s, they wouldn't have been as fine with. If they weren't fine with poor people, then... Yeah. And they weren't... If they these people weren't fine with poor people and Native Americans, but yet it just... They just it, suddenly accepted them. It didn't seem quite to connect. Yeah. And I do accept that it's not a real life, you know, and in this yeah. story, they all get along. <laughs> but, like, how harsh they were to Native Americans compared to Bash was a little, like... Yeah, it, it didn't quite connect. Also, yeah. though, a lot of times people would, they trusted, they'd be like, oh, that is the one good black person. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I was going to bring that up in history. There was very, very strong mistrust of Native Americans and that went on after Civil War and yeah, both are equally mistreated, but yeah. there's just different racist perspectives which are terrible, but I guess it's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean the Native, I truly loved how they handled the Native American storyline. I don't want to undermine that. Oh no, that storyline, I'm so glad and they it was added very, it. I thought it was pretty accurate it was well done they addressed they didn't sugarcoat anything no they addressed the problems of racism Mm -hmm. and and because you've learned about those schools before and it was really refreshing to see how because a lot of times even when i was growing up in history books oh yeah they made those schools sound like they weren't good but they weren't like evil sometimes they made them sound good they did in my experience i've heard them portray these schools kind of did that our history books kind of did that in yeah my case. they were the books put it as trying to make it so they could be living in the white world yeah and it sickens me so much why would they need to as they say assimilate assimilate and they said that if an indian acts white then they're fine yeah. but they can't be themselves and that, and that just it hurt it actually physically makes me yeah upset when i watched especially the show. changing their names and oh and i knew all this stuff happens but when you see it portrayed in film it's has a really big impact on you yeah and i think the line you just said about how if they act like a white man they're fine and that might be the case with why they were so accepting of bash, bash. because he definitely acted more like, like a, a civilized person, as they would say. Yeah. How they expected someone to act. Yeah. And you see them address that when mm-hmm. Bash's mother comes. That's true. And they have this expectation that they have to act perfect or else no one yeah. will accept them. Which, sadly, in it's still Anton's true. town of Avonlea, it's probably true and it still holds true and it's terrible i mean i'm from a small town in iowa and i could see people thinking the exact same way if they like moved there because it's a completely white town yeah and i could just see people feeling like they have to be perfect or people are gonna judge them because of things that are out of their control yeah man man this This, show it addresses so many issues it really can make you have these deep conversations and it just shows you the strength of the show yeah so, since we're talking about this kind of stuff, Bash is a pretty good person to go to next, I think. Yeah. I know you love Bash, so oh, do you want to talk about him? He's the perfect character. I'm so glad 
that is one of the best things about the second season when they incorporated mm-hmm. his character. And he has such a good relationship with Gilbert. It can show, it showed the people of Avonlea that a relationship between a black man and a white man can be a friendship, a true mm-hmm. friendship. And oh, everything about Bash, I'm sorry, this is just me just thinking he's just a sweet guy. Mm-hmm. He treats his wife so nicely and his child. Oh, and I love how much he cares. He's oh, just the perfect character. He's so sweet. And honestly, Gilbert really needed, and I think he, they realized that they ne- he needed someone else to bounce off of for his character to work. Yeah. And Bash goes above and beyond well, that need. Gilbert wouldn't have been the same without Bash. No. Bash brought brightness into his life after his dad died. It's true. He provided him with someone to lean on, and it's just it's so sweet. I just love how they have a brother like relationship yeah and it's just i think gilbert even says that at one point Mm -hmm. like he's my brother my favorite bash moments are just when he's with delphine first Mm -hmm. of all cutest baby that is the cutest baby i've ever seen how did they find such a cute baby oh my gosh every time i saw her in the show i would giggle out loud because she's so cute oh my god the baby is so cute every time i made that exact noise i'm like mom the baby i know she was most beautiful baby I have Seriously. ever seen. Okay. I'm sorry. No, but I agree with baby, you though. The baby was always smiling. So props to that baby actor right there. Yeah. Good job, baby actor. <laughs> but okay, so moments when he was with his baby and just that little bit at the end when he started dancing, he's like, I knew it was always Anne. Yeah. I loved that. He's just like this little support for Gilbert. I know. He's Gilbert's like cheerleader. And yes. It's so kind sweet. of everyone's cheerleader. And That's also, just his character. Bash is so strong. Mm-hmm. He's been through so much. Yet he happens to be one of the most cheerful characters in this series. And that's kind of a theme of the show, really. Because all the char- main characters have been through tremendous things that we mm-hmm. couldn't imagine going through. And they're the most positive people on the show. Yeah. And they just bring so much light to others. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So is there anything else you want to talk about, Bash? Um, I think I'll talk about Bash more as we get into talking about Mary, if okay. you want to do that. Yeah, you want to talk about Mary now? Because I don't have a whole lot of notes on Mary, so... Well, what I have is I just didn't know I could get attached to a character so fast. Yeah. They kind of introduced her quickly in the second season, and I don't remember her being that major of a part and yet, within the first three episodes of this third season, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved her character. I straight up forgot about her character. Mm-hmm. And then when we were watching the first episode, I was like, oh, yeah, he got married. Because it's just been a while since I saw yeah. it. And within five minutes or so, I was really in love with the idea of them. Yeah. And their relationship is so cute. They respect each other so much. Oh, He's willing to fight for her and get to himself do anything hurt. for her. She, I'm sure she would do the same for him. And she's just so strong, too. Relationship goals. Can I find yes. a relationship like that? And her relationship with her son and forgiving her son, even though he was kept treating her with yeah. no respect that she deserved. Oh, my gosh. That was so hard to watch. I do love how you can see her relationship with all the other people in Avonlea throughout yeah. the series. And, like, how she has that personality that brought people together. Yeah. How much love she shows for Anne and Gilbert. I love the message that one person, even after they die, can really bring so much hope 
yeah to people and so and people can learn so much from them especially like diana's parents yeah they just like hearing you know after someone has gone and still them having a huge impact impact. that was really powerful that third episode was i think my favorite even though it was heartbreaking Mm -hmm. i cried so much watching that I cried for a solid 40 minutes, which is, like, how long the episode is. Yeah. And then for, like, a half hour afterwards, I kept realizing I was still crying. I was just... And after it was over, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Because it was so beautiful how they portrayed death, Mm -hmm. even though it was so sad. It shows that there is hope in death. And that... Yeah. The hope and the heartbreak and just people being able to come together through it. Yeah, I like how people came together and they came to terms with it. And I like how Mary treated her situation. And I also enjoyed how they showed that it wasn't, this was not an easy thing. Sometimes shows brush over death. Yeah. And I felt that this show really portrayed how the characters were feeling about this. Yeah. It showed their different reactions. Some of them were angry and some of them were just couldn't believe it. And they did kind of, after that episode, move on a little bit. But I didn't, I would, could not have handled anymore. I, I think they had a good transition in there. Yeah. Because I think the show jumps time mm-hmm. pretty fairly. Yeah. I would assume between the next episode, it was like a couple of weeks. At least I kind of got that impression but too. I did have that sense of, wait, Mary just died. Yeah, because they never, I, but I was also like, I couldn't handle seeing any yeah. more stuff about it because it was really sad. Like, I remember my mom was upset after watching that episode and she just wanted a happy episode. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch another thing like this. Can we just have a happy episode? And there was a mildly more happy episode after that and we all yeah. felt better, so. <laughs> yeah, because this is definitely the show you watch to be put in a ridiculously good mood, so. Yeah. That would be a little disappointing. So, is there any other major characters before I talk about, like, small ones? Um, I don't have anything else written down to you. I have Kakwet slash Hannah. Oh, don't even. That's not uh, her name. I feel like they didn't wrap up her story that well. No. I was disappointed, but I think that's also because they're planning a continuation yeah. of another they season. were. Because that was the only major cliffhanger that they left us yeah. with is... Does she get out of that school? But it was so unsatisfying to see her staring out the window at her parents camped and they can't reach her. And I'm just heartbroken over that. Man, that was also another great young actor. Oh, yeah. She was amazing. So sweet, too. And I do feel like we felt frustrated with the ending, but it might, that might be kind of the point. Because yeah. that's all they could do, and she might literally be stuck there. And as sad as it is, there's not always happy endings. No. And in history, for Native Americans, there, there wasn't quite, happy endings. Yeah, there quite often wasn't. And it's, <sighs> I think it is supposed to make you frustrated. Yeah, because it definitely did leave you frustrated. Because at a certain point, you need to realize the injustice and not just brush over it briefly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <sighs> Man. So we're dealing with some heavy topics in this episode because the show really deals with some heavy topics. I told you I was going to be passionate and I'm feeling the passion. <laughs> feeling the passion. So let's talk about some of the more uplifting, maybe, yeah, small yeah. characters. My favorite minor, minor character is Ruby. Oh yeah, she's so funny. I love <laughs> how innocent she is. And 
just so in love. Uh She reminds me of of myself in eighth grade, honestly. Mm -hmm. Just being romance-obsessed and feeling like that's the only thing. But when it comes to actually being romantic, it terrifies you. Yeah. I, my... This show does a great job of dealing with subjects that were considered very taboo mm-hmm. and just seeing people's reactions to them have always been hilarious. Like yeah. when Anne got her period. Oh, yeah. A classic episode. Also, the girls in the third season yeah, that's thinking what I was about that to talk about holding hands <laughs> and they made all you pregnant. Crying. <laughs> and then the teacher just did not know what to do. She was like, oh, I don't want to get fired, but no. <laughs> Go read a textbook or something. Yeah. <laughs> girls no and no <laughs> diana's face when they are saying that she's like oh crap no yeah, yeah. <laughs> also sorry while we're on the teacher we forgot to mention her i love yeah. the teacher she character. was so good in the season this in the last season she came in towards the end i think mm-hmm. but and i knew i would like her but this season she is like the champion of these kids exactly. she is the teacher you want <laughs> she's the teacher you always fantasized of having when you're that age yeah. that you look up to with such respect and mm-hmm. she actually gives it to the kids as well as herself yeah and i love how she's so fun but mm-hmm. she also teaches them a lot and i like how she's breaking mrs lynn's gender stereotypes yes and mrs lynn's mrs lynn kind of comes to terms with it they really she really is one of the characters that progresses a lot they don't even realize and now that's not a thing in the book miss rachel lynn is like i think she's the furthest from the characters in the book but i'm so glad they portrayed her in this way because it's much more fun to watch she's more fun to watch and it's more satisfying to see character development and I like how she's still this... She's bold, even though you sometimes she annoys you. She is bold for a woman in her time. Yeah, she, she really is. She accomplishes more than most women she's in that time period. She's on city council. Yeah, I love how they... Even though that was very unrealistic, but I loved it when they... Because it just is another example of rise despite your circumstances mm-hmm. of putting women on the board when that seemed impossible. Yeah. She is, plays the perfect role in that situation, and I just love it. Um, anyway, sorry that I got off topic. With, <laughs> no, you were good. But So one of the last characters we'll touch on before we move into other things mm-hmm. is Josie. And oh, she was the character that was treated badly by yeah, a boy. Yeah, she was literally assaulted. Yeah, assaulted. And I didn't think they were going to address that problem I, I never imagined because most shows don't. Mm-mm. And this show is very lighthearted and upbeat often. And I'm glad that they address this problem. And they address it in a way where the students were showing solidarity. And that was really sweet because I didn't yeah. know where it was going to go. I didn't know if this situation would end with me being upset. You know what I mean? Exactly. They just did such a good job of showing all the frustrations. Yeah. And how it ends up being the woman's problem when it shouldn't be, obviously. Yeah. There's, it shows how there's so many different parts. And I, I like how Anne was almost at fault here. Even mm-hmm. though she was expressing what needed to be said. I like how that was an issue and i didn't see that coming either no i I, didn't because i was thinking yes go Anne. Mm -hmm. but you then it clicked with me that that would have been so taboo in the time yeah and i just when i was watching the episode i kept saying Anne, what are you doing you idiot 
But she was doing what was right. No, she was doing what yeah. was right. And that's right. what's heartbreaking. Yeah. And she had that blindness of adolescence when you just do what's right without thinking, thinking about how it could hurt other people, even though it is the right choice. And that's so hard and frustrating yeah. to learn. Oh, my oh gosh. man. Wow. Just a really I, solid group of characters. I love that full plot line. That was... It was amazing. Because I never cared. And I also loved how all the girls suddenly just got along this season. Mm-hmm. And just how they interacted with each yeah. other was so sweet. In the first season, they are bullies to mm-hmm. Anne. And by the end, they're all friends. And I also like how the guys join in and help them. Some of them. Mm-hmm. And... I thought that was this. All the kids have great chemistry together. You really really believe in their friendship. Oh yeah, you can tell they get along really well because they're just. You're so happy watching them just be friends. You want to be part of that group. Yeah, you. He's so cute. Sorry, I forgot about my favorite part. Okay. I love when they have that bonfire. I was gonna talk about that. And starts that, and I think it's who is it. One of them says, I love being a woman. It's Ruby. And that is my favorite line. Because in that moment, I was watching that and I was also feeling like, I love being a woman. Yes. And And it made me happy. I 100% agree with what you're saying. So we're just going to jump into the feminism part right now because you brought it up anyway. And one of the things I love about this show is they push all these feminist agenda mm-hmm. and that they should be treated fairly, but they never act like you should succumb to being a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, act like a man to get these things. Like, they still appreciate how fun it is to, to be, be a female, to be a woman. Yeah. And they say that actually a lot on the show, stuff along mm-hmm. those lines. And it's just so rewarding to see people love being who, being they, who are, they are and also just wanting more for themselves because sometimes even myself i feel that as if i'm not supposed to like being a woman exactly you've always had this pressure put on you that you feel like you need to conform yeah to, in order to be successful but the more you think about it you realize that you love all the qualities of being a woman exactly. it's amazing and it's fun to do stupid girly stuff and yeah. it's not stupid and i shouldn't even say that but but it's yeah what society has programmed in me yeah and just things like Anne. i don't even think this quote is from the season but why must the girl wait for the boy mm-hmm. i choose to be my own heroine she just a oh. little fireball of awesomeness it really and there are undertones of this in the books, but mm-hmm. the show really drives the point, and exactly. I love that. I just love how they took a story, and they really adjusted it to work so well for our time. Yeah. So, what was your favorite episode of the season? Ooh, okay, I think I have it written down, mm-hmm. but it's either the episode where Mary died, and although it was sad, I respect it, it that choice. It was really, really, really well done. It was well done. It just, it was like weirdly inspirational in the yeah. sadness. I would th- say that's my favorite, but if that wasn't to be my favorite, my second favorite would be, um, what can stop the determined heart? And I think that is the episode where they stand up for free speech. <gasps> I and love I that think episode. that it just feels so good i fully love both those episodes and my two that i couldn't pick between are different episodes and that just oh, tells you the strength just, of the show it just 
Yeah, says the whole show is good. <laughs> the whole show is phenomenal. My favorite, I think, is I Am Fearless and Therefore Powerful, oh. which is the one where they practice dancing. Yeah. I just love how sweet and happy that episode is. Yeah. And I love the moment when she's dancing with Gilbert and it kind of all clicks. Mm -hmm. It just makes me so happy. Oh, even the, t the title just says it mm -hmm. all. The titles I are amazing. I love the titles. Because they sound some like something straight out of the book. Like and they might even be straight out of the book. They they're so poetic. They just yeah, they're poetic but powerful. Mm -hmm. And my other one that I couldn't decide between was The Better Feeling of My Heart. Mm -hmm. oh, which is the last episode. <laughs> I cried was it three or four separate <gasps> times during this episode? I cried when Matthew... Matthew's whole story Matthew this. made me cry like three times. Uh, oh, Matthew made me cry I, was the main reason I'm I cried. I'm cry right now thinking about it, to be honest. <laughs> oh my God, gotta get you tissues. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then just that one scene with Marilla. And, and then Gilbert at the end. Oh, Gilbert at the end. <laughs> And them and her discovering the picture of her mother. Oh my gosh. And saying, I look like my mother. That made me cry. How she delivered that line. So good. Oh. It just struck everything. And if you think about it, you can just imagine the impact that would have on you. Mm -hmm. Not knowing anything about your parents. And then eventually, after all this hard work, you all you find, this simple painting. And yet, that's all it's all needed. you needed. Yeah, I kind of like how through her journey to discover her origin. I do think part of her realized she didn't really need to know mm -hmm. because she did have a loving family, but also she realized part of her always would want to know. Would want to, and, and she I just think needed it. she was given enough in that final episode where she could just have this good image of what mm -hmm. her parents were, yeah. and she was able to accept that and also accept the life she now had. She just wanted to know that they were real. Mm -hmm. She wanted to know they existed. Not only did she want to know that they loved her she just wanted to know that they were there because so often her imagination is i don't know yeah i agree with you so this show is not loved by all like it is loved by us and the main criticism it gets is that it is too dark are you kidding me? We both have very strong thoughts about this. Do you want to start? Well, first off, the books are dark. Thank the you. The books address these problems. But people, if they wish to in the books, it's easier for them to just glide over this. And if you watch it, yes, it becomes more apparent. But the show does a good job of balancing the darkness by showing what can come out of the darkness. Exactly. And I think that's more uplifting than a show that would be simply happy, fluffy all the time. It just, it's a lot like when you said you watched Harry Potter and you realized how harsh the Dursleys treated Harry. Yeah. Things sometimes are just more apparent when you, you can see, see them. Because your mind sometimes sugarcoats things. That's just how yeah. it happens. And honestly, I think I, I have sentimental value for old versions of Anne, mm -hmm. of, Anne of Green Gables, but I think they're kind of crap. Mm -hmm. because they really just sugarcoat it and make it look like this fun 19, 1890s adventure when it doesn't show any of the hardships of the time, yeah. really. And it just is very flowy and bright. And yeah. the problems are just stupid and they're just about love. And that's not really the story of Anne at all. This version is so perfect because I still get the feeling of mm -hmm. what you feel when you read the books. I still get the feeling that Anne is this happy, uplifting, powerful, 
passionate person and she's such an optimist but the darkness doesn't take away from that at all it adds to it it makes the story have more meaning to me and it makes the dark moments make this full show way more enjoyable mm-hmm. because the happy moments i don't know they feel so well feel earned earned and, and you love the character more value. so much because you've seen what they've gone through like the whole storyline with josie Mm-hmm. And you're angry and you're upset and that's a dark concept. But by the end, you're seeing solidarity. Mm-hmm. And that is a beautiful concept. So if they don't address these darker issues, we can't get to the brighter ones. And they really just took the source material and they made it fit perfectly Perfect for the time frame we're in right now. Perfectly. It doesn't seem like it's too modern. No, it doesn't it at all. It feels like it's meant for the time period, but it addresses all the concepts that we can relate to and all the content concepts that we want to like hear more about. And they make these problems just they feel so fresh and what we go through today. So, obviously we love this show. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about it forever, but this show has been canceled and we are very upset about this <sighs> as many people are. And they should be, because the reason that it was canceled is stupid. Do you know about why it was canceled? No, I don't. Okay. So there's a few reasons it was canceled. The reason they say is because it didn't appeal to the age demographic of 24 to 54, which is the main age demographic that watches television. Are you kidding me? This show, yeah, isn't it weird how a show about teenagers is doesn't appeal to 50-year-olds? But also, I think it does. Your marketing probably Literally. needs work. It's bullcrap. That's bullcrap. And maybe it doesn't appeal to older generations, but is that saying that we shouldn't have something we like? And I also exactly. know that that's not true. Because my both of our parents watch this show. My and they dad love likes it. the show. My he dad, won't admit to it, but he loves it. My dad it. did the same thing. He ended up being in the room. Happened to be in the room every single mm-hmm. time he watched it. And by the last episode, he was on the edge of his seat, too. And I'm think that they're misjudging the statistics on this one and on the other reason it was canceled and why there's not a whole lot of hope it will ever come back is because this was a joint project between the cbc and netflix Mm -hmm. and apparently it kind of sounds like the spider-man deal where thing both people weren't happy with what they were getting when will corporations stop ruining things we love bethy I actually can't come to terms with the fact that this show might I be can't over either because it is so well done. It's Amy. one of the most well done shows I've seen in a long time. Just every aspect about this show is beautiful. It's beautiful cinematically and story wise, and the music and everything the acting, is so well done. It's and I haven't watched that much on Netflix lately. No, this show is actually the first thing I've watched on Netflix in a long time. So I think that if they were smart. They would continue. And what kills me is Little Woman is doing so good right now, too. Yeah. And there is clearly a market for it. And this show has gotten awards. And it's just, there's no reason to cancel it. And there's clearly a lot of love for this show from what I've seen there's online. Been millions of people who support it, it. And posting and making beautiful fan art. And Did you see that they put up, just the fans, a community of fans, mm-hmm. put in money to put up a billboard? Yeah. 
that is one of the beautiful things about internet fandoms is people come together and they do stuff like that just to say they love something. It's amazing. Really And I amazing. really hope that some deal could be made with this. I really do too. Because I don't know what I'll do without this show. <laughs> and like we were saying earlier, the age demographic, it does appear... I don't, I think it appeals to all ages, but obviously their main age demographic that they're hitting is younger people. And I just think it's such a shame that it's being canceled because compared to the other stuff that is made for that age group, this is so far above and beyond. This is such a good family show. It is. You can watch it with kids of all ages and it addresses darker issues but it doesn't do that so in a way that's inappropriate no so everyone can watch it and learn from it even at a young age people from my younger brother who's 13 from people like my parents can Mm -hmm. enjoy it so i don't understand why that would ever be an issue and for it being a story that has been retold like five six times oh it is truly like nothing else this on is TV the right best now. representation of the book that i've oh, ever seen yeah by far and it's it, like saying tom holland's the best spider-man it's just obvious <laughs> <laughs> it goes beyond the book mm-hmm. and i love the book so much but i think that as much as it does justice to the book it also does more mm-hmm. it adds like a story that we haven't seen before but it fits it fits everything that you read in the book it fits anne's character But yeah, it's different and it's more. It's so much. It's just everything you want an adaptation of a book to be and you never expect it to actually be that good. Yes. Yeah. It's maybe one of the best adaptations of a book I have ever watched. This and Looking for Alaska, but I like this more than Looking for Alaska. Mm -hmm. Because it just makes me really happy and Looking for Alaska (laughs) just makes me sad. (laughs) So I think that's all we should say on Anne with an E because... We could go on forever, yeah. and then we—you might eventually get bored. <laughs> so obviously, we think it's watchable, very watchable, because it's the positivity we need in the world that is just not found in other sources. Yeah, it's the positivity. It's the representation we need mm-hmm. now, and it does addresses all of these problems in the one of the best ways I've seen. So. Exactly. It really shows you can overcome these boundaries of hate no matter what circumstance you're in. Yeah. We need this to be renewed. We need it to be renewed because I love this show and I just want to be able to be happy watching this show. And we need no a- show make- puts me in a better mood. We need a conclusion for Anne and Gilbert. Come I- on. We want to see more. I know. But we just got a kiss and... Mm. Now we need more. <laughs> we need more. So, Yeah. Next week, we don't really know what we want to do. And we kind of want to hear your opinions yeah. on what more you would like from us. Is there a show you want us to talk about? If it's a long show and we haven't seen it, we definitely won't do it. <laughs> but we're going to put up a poll on our Instagram just asking you guys to tell us what you want us to cover next. And we'll pick that for next week's episode. Is there anything you're hoping at all they pick or you want to be completely random? No, I'm kind of excited to have something random. Yeah. Something, I hope we get some yeah. interesting choices. Me too. Yeah. So if you want to have a say in what we do next week, you can just look up our Instagram, which is Watchable Media. Give us a follow because we're really trying to get to 150. We're going to get there. I feel it. We're going to get there. And then, you know, just direct message us or respond to our poll. We really like interacting with people. We really do. It's fun. And we love hearing from people who share the same passion. Exactly. So thanks for listening to this episode of Watchable. This podcast is edited by Sophia. Our music is from purpleplanet.com and our graphic is by Maria Hernandez. If you enjoy listening, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. 
have an idea on what we should review next, send us a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Watchable Media. Join us next time when we discuss your choice. <laughs> now go enjoy your day.